Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I have spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you're diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the first episode of Empowered with Erica. I'm your host, Erica Vishkalis, and I'm so thankful that you are here listening to this today. Thank you for pressing play and for being a part of our Empowered with Erica community. I wanted to take the time to just introduce myself, share a little bit about why I created this podcast, and then dive into the topic for today. This podcast is all about personal development and empowerment and really just stepping into your best life. So who am I? Like I said, my name is Erica Vishkalis. I am a Midwesterner at heart. I was born and raised in the lower peninsula of Michigan. All my Michigan friends say, hey, love it there. Love my Great Lakes state. And I have been living across the country for quite some time now. I've moved all over the place, did some time in Montana, spent some time in North Carolina, and I'm now currently in Arizona where I absolutely love it. Love the sunshine. I moved here in the summer of 2020. Let me tell y'all, moving to Arizona in the middle of the summer, that was a bold move (laughs) on my part. But I have absolutely been loving my time here coming up on two years here soon, and I just am so excited. So I created this podcast because I've been on a personal development journey since, I would say, about 2016. Now, I could really probably make the argument that my whole life, you know, has been a personal development journey, but I would say intentionally starting that personal development journey in 2016. And let me tell you guys, I've been obsessed ever since. I know personal development can kind of be a big word, pretty all-encompassing, but I really take it as just being intentional with your growth and being intentional with learning about yourself and using that to just really step into your power and living your best life. So I wanted to start this podcast because I have learned so much along the way, guys, like so many things I have learned. And I just wanted to share that with you all. I have been able to completely transform my life. Um, When I started 2016, I would have been a graduate student at the University of Montana. Go Grizz. I loved my time in Missoula. And it really allowed me to really take an inventory of my life. I feel like when I started my personal development journey, I really started thinking bigger, thinking outside of the little worldview that I'd had, the little scope that I had, and really started to dream. But not only did I start to dream, I also really was able to start learning more about myself um, and really taking a look at like my past and how things that happened in my past really shaped my future, but also how to navigate 
that, unpacking that. Um, so my first really author, personal development author that I started reading about was Brene Brown. If you do not know her work, you need, need, need to Google her, look up her book. The first book I read by her was The Gift of Imperfection. Amazing. And let me tell you that this journey has helped me go from kind of a hot mess to sober and thriving and I would say living my best life. Now, is life perfect? No, because life is never going to be perfect. But let me tell you, I could not dream, I could not have dreamed up the life that I have now and I'm so incredibly grateful. So I just created this podcast, honestly, because the universe was pushing me to make the leap and to just share the lessons I've learned along the way on like a larger platform. So I'm so excited for y'all to be a part of this community. I know that we are going to have such a great time together. We're all going to learn so much from each other. And I hope that you get some value from this podcast. All right, y'all. I am so freaking excited for our topic of the day, for the topic of this episode. And it is stemming from a quote that I heard from Tony Robbins years ago. And this was actually in his documentary that you can find on Netflix, I Am Not Your Guru. It should still be there. It's been there for years. And I honestly wish I could remember the year I saw this documentary because it changed my life. It is so incredibly powerful. He has incredible books. And this documentary is all about one of his key seminars that he puts on to help people step into their power. Believe it's called Unleash the Power Within, but I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what he calls those seminars. But anywho, so there was a specific segment from this documentary where he would like pull people from the audience and just talk to them and coach them. And he was coaching this young woman, I believe she was in her young 20s, like early 20s. And they were talking about perfectionist tendency and how she's like really hard on herself. And It was crazy to see how Tony was just able to really get to the root of her issue so quickly. And just to fast forward through the story a little bit, he essentially was able to pinpoint some of her tendencies to the fact that she always desired love from her father. She didn't have a close relationship with him. I don't remember if he walked out or I'm not 100% sure what the situation was, but they were not close and she really was very close to her mother loved her mom, but she had this strained relationship with her dad. And he really tied into how she did a lot of things in her life trying to seek approval for her dad. And I can understand that because honestly, that's a big part of my story. It's something I don't talk about a lot. But when Tony was talking to her, he was sharing about this concept that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And this was the first time I heard that. I feel like it's been spoken about a lot more now in the personal development world. This concept that life happens for you, not to you. Pay attention because it is so important, guys, this concept. And something he said, and this is the this is the part that for me stuck in and stuck in my brain, right? It just, it stuck. And he was telling the story about his mother and how his mother abused him. And he was like, My mother, she loved me, but she hit me. And if I was going to blame her for all of the bad in my life, I had to blame her for all the good in my life. I would not be the man today if I didn't have the suffering that I had in my past. And he just went on and on about how basically this really hard situation in his life growing up is what formed him to be the man he is today. And he is a man that has impacted, I would say, millions of people's lives, like 
incredible, incredible story. So again, if you don't know Tony Robbins, you got to go look him up. Incredible. So this concept of life happens for you, not to you. And I'm going to be honest, like that stuck. The concept of you better blame them for the good if you're also going to blame them for the bad. And so how did I relate this to my life? So I'll be honest, guys, um, I have some childhood trauma. I'm the daughter of an alcoholic. And, you know, I had some what they call small T trauma, the more um, consistent trauma over long periods of time. But then I also had one specific pretty traumatic incident happen. And that's the last time I've seen my biological father in person. And that night was also the last time I saw several of his family members. So I pretty much overnight lost one half of my family. And just in the past couple of years, have I started seeing them again? And I haven't seen all of them. Haven't seen my dad since. Um, I was 10 years old. I am now 28. So you can do the math. Um, more of my life has been without him than with him. And, you know, I'm my parents are divorced. So it was, it was a really hard incident in my life. And, you know, for many, many years in my life, you know, I could relate to that girl where I think... I was so driven because I was seeking the approval of my father. And maybe I didn't admit that to myself, but I was doing all these things and I was pushing myself and pushing myself and and pushing myself because I just desired that approval from him, that love from him. And it was really hard. (laughs) It was really hard. And for so long, I blamed him. And I didn't even realize it because I wouldn't actively be like, oh, screw you. You're the reason I do this or you're the reason this has happened in my life. No, like I didn't say that really. But I think subconsciously, like internally, I had that thought in my mind and that was really difficult. So I had to take a step back when I heard this and I was like, wow, my trauma, my you know, my experience really shaped me in a lot of ways to be the person I am today. And am I perfect? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm not perfect. But overall, I'm, I'm happy. And if I didn't have that abandonment wound and that trauma, I would not be the compassionate person I am today. I don't think I would be as compassionate and as giving and as wanting to help others, right? That's just a big part of my life. It's why I am in the medical field. And I love it. So I just realized that I blamed him for so many things in my life. And hearing this just shifted that for me. I was like, wow, what am I doing? <laughs> like, What am I doing? And I realized that this big like event that really turned my world upside down. Like, I don't want to go too into the details. But guys, I literally lost half of my family overnight in the sense of I stopped seeing them. And some of them I have not seen since. Some have since passed. And that's really freaking difficult. Let me tell you. Um, but this incident was really a huge part in my transformation. And it really drove me to do all these things in my life that I'm not sure I would have done if it weren't for that. So a great example is when I was in high school, I really wanted to go to one of the military academies. You know, I was looking at West Point and the Air Force Academy, but specifically I wanted to go to the Naval Academy, guys. I thought that was my ticket. I thought that was like how I was going to be successful in life. And I did everything I could to get in. I was editor or one of the editors on our school newspaper and 
I was captain of like the sports team I was on and I was um, president of National Honor Society and on student council and all these things, right? I always was pushing myself to be better and to be better and to be better. And I still do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I still have my perfectionist tendencies as well. But I realized looking back that I probably would not have done all those things and had this attitude of, screw the world, I'm going to prove myself, and I'm going to do all these great things, and I need to go, 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 if it wasn't for that incident. And yeah, honestly, it came from a pretty wounded place, but I learned so many lessons along the way. And I ended up not getting into the Naval Academy, and it was really hard. It was sad. I was disappointed. But I also, the process of trying to get in shaped my life so much. I got so many great skill sets from interview skills because if you don't know, trying to get into the military academies is really difficult (laughs) and you have to interview with a lot of different people and meet a lot of people and it's just a higher standard. It's not the same as just applying to a normal college, right? So I learned all these skills and I was like when I was editor on the newspaper, I learned how to interview and edit and talk to people. I learned these amazing communication skills. Um, being the captain of my ski racing team, I learned leadership skills. And again, like with all these other leadership positions I held, and I did all that for a goal. And I'm not sure I would have had that goal if I wasn't trying to prove something. And now again, I don't necessarily think that it's good to just do something because you're trying to prove a point, right? That's, you really should do something because it's what is best for you. And you want you want that thing for yourself, right? Whatever it is. But I have to say, like, I'm so grateful that I had that drive in me. I'm so grateful that, yeah, this, it came from pain, but I'm grateful that I learned so much along the way. And it really shaped how I saw the world. And that at times (laughs) was difficult, but overall, I'm really, I'm grateful, you know? And I wish I could explain it better. I really wish I could. But I just have to say that it's been a beautiful journey. It's been a beautiful journey of self-discovering. And I have to say, like, have you ever thought about an instance that happened in your life or a person? Do you blame them? Do you blame them for something? Maybe, again, not externally. Maybe you don't physically say it, but internally. Do you put blame on people? Because I want you to think, is there maybe a way that that incident, though it was hurtful or it was difficult, that it served you? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not going to speak to that for you. But often we don't see the value of a situation until long after. That's why they say hindsight is 2020, correct? Because you never really know how a situation is going to play out and you never know the lessons that you're going to learn. So I just really encourage you, if you're going through something difficult, If you are trying to get through a tough point in your life, or if you have something that you are just struggling to get over, struggling to get through, I really encourage you to look at the lens of life is not happening to me, it's happening for me. And I may not know what the reason is right now. Because to be honest, usually when we're in the midst of our struggles, we have no idea why the fuck it's going on. Also, sorry guys, I'm going to swear in this podcast. I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum, but that's, it's just who I am as a person. So here we are. But let me tell you that when you're in the middle of those hard moments, often 
you're not thinking about how is this serving me, right? <laughs> like who thinks that? Most people don't think that. But I'm just here to remind you and to encourage you that often those hard moments in our life are going to shape our life. And we can find the good even in really hard situations. I have a lot of examples of this that I'm going to dive into in other podcast episodes in the future. But I know I could sit in that poor me victim mentality. Oh, poor me. My dad chose to not be my dad anymore. He chose to give up custody. That was really freaking hard, guys. That was really hard. I spent a lot of my teenage years being like, why doesn't my dad love me? Why am I not good enough? Why am I not lovable? And this is a story in my head that has been very difficult for me to overcome. And I'm still still working through it. I'm going to be honest. It leaves traces in your life. But I also know that that incident, that traumatic incident, and just having this life experience has shaped who I am today in a lot of ways. And like I said, I'm far from perfect, but I'm happy. I'm really happy. And I'm really grateful for all the lessons that the life that life has given me because I truly believe it's all meant for a purpose. And I truly be, like trust in the universe and believe in the universe and divine timing. So I just encourage you and kind of challenge you actually to take a look. Is there something that you have been blaming? Is there a situation or a person that you just tend to, I don't know, tend to put a lot of, a lot of blame on that situation? Because I'm going to be honest, why do you want to give your power away to a situation or a person? Why are you, why do you want to do that? Because that's essentially what you're doing. When you are blaming something or someone for something in your life, you're giving them your power. Take back your fucking power. They do not deserve to have power over your life. They do not. Okay? I'm telling you right now, it is so freeing to realize that, yes, this happened to me, but I'm not going to let it define me. And let me tell you guys, a lot of people listening to this probably had no idea about what I shared earlier. Because guess what? I don't tell a lot of people in my life about uh, my past and about some of that family stuff. I don't share it. And especially because, you know, I was raised by my mom and my stepdad primarily. So a lot of people have no idea um, that this whole other family is not really in my life that much. And let me be honest, it's, it was difficult to learn how to open up about that. And I will probably share more bits and pieces over the course of this podcast, but I just have to share with you guys, it is so powerful and it is so freeing. It is so freeing to not give people the power over your life, to let them dictate your life like that. And essentially when you're blaming something or someone for things that have happened to you, you are giving them your power. That is my personal opinion. And I don't know why you would let that situation define your life because it's not worth it. It is so freeing. And how are you supposed to move on, you know, from difficult situations if you are not able to let go of that? And it takes a long time or it can take a long time. So I also want to encourage you that it's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to have negative emotions about a difficult situation. I actually encourage you to feel those things. Um, Something I say to my athletes, uh, I work in college athletics, and something I say to my athletes is feel the feelings but don't get stuck there, right? Because if we don't feel, we will never heal. And I don't know if you've heard that before, but if you haven't, 
trust me, it's true. I've done some intense therapy work over the years and it's really freaking hard. It feels like I've been kicked in the gut half the time, but honestly, feeling those tough, tough, tough emotions is what has allowed me to heal those tough circumstances and those traumas and those wounds that I have, right? And we all have our own story. And so I just really encourage you to stop letting those negative things define you. Don't give them so much power over your life, over your psyche, over your happiness, because it is so freeing and it is so empowering to realize that life is not happening to me. Life is happening for me. And want to know why? Because that's then putting the ball back in your court. You get to choose how you see things. And so I could definitely sit in that poor me victim mentality. I could say, oh, well, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Like statistically, probably should be all these things, right? But I've decided to reclaim the power of my life and the re- like reclaim the power in my life that, yeah, I, I'm not going to say I have control over everything because let's be honest, like you really have control over nothing. <laughs> Am I right? Other than the personal decisions you make and the people you surround yourself with. But what I mean is, like, we never know what's going to happen day to day. And I really trust the universe and divine timing, you know, whatever you believe in, God, universe, whatever deity. Um, I personally like to use the term universe, so in this podcast, that's what I'm going to say. But I just have to share that with you all. Just remember, life does not happen to you. It happens for you. And when you really embody that, it's powerful. It is so incredibly powerful. It is so incredibly freeing. And I'm so grateful for all the lessons that life has given me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for resources that I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me at Instagram at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. I always love hearing from you. So leave a comment, leave a review, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to tag me if you share the episode with your friends or with your family or on your story. If you want to hear more empowering content, then make sure to hit subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when our next episode drops. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.